Welcome in to DNVR Bets Daily. Not our normal intro graphic, but there you go right there. You can see the records right in front of you. And wow, uh, you can tell that Dre has skyrocketed above 500 <laughs> because the man absolutely went off last night. A 5-0 and night for my man, Andre Simone, Professor Dre, a.k.a. the Math Magician. Mr. Math Magician, how did you do it? Jokic came through. Three and a half was the over-under. They only allowed three. That bullpen pulled together. And then amazingly, all those overs hit just barely, but they hit. And they hit kind of early. It wasn't a lot of sweat outs when I looked at these box scores. I will say this. There was this one game, Lions-Twins. If you got in early, you got that at 10 and a half. That was that final fifth win. If you got in late, that was at 11, which was a push. So that really played a big part as well. Yeah, you know, I regrettably took the under 10 Mm. instead of, or no, it was under nine instead of the under three and a half. And man, uh, a couple of half run turns there. I'm, I'm, you know, a half run away from a three and oh night myself. I'll take my two and one and run with it any night of the week, but uh, uh, almost a perfect night for us. That would have been incredible. If I would have just rode with you, uh, we would have had ourselves a perfect night, but what can yeah. you do? Uh, shout yeah. out to Eric Jokish. I believe we are undefeated when we bet on him. He is also undefeated. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And I know our guy Chris Hill had a great night as well. So it's a sunny day once again. Yeah, and uh, Andre, 5-0. and oh, That's officially the best night we've ever had in history. So that's right. Thank give you, you a little round you. of applause there. Very proud of you. Uh, you. Now all you got to do is back it up with another strong tonight, <laughs> strong night tonight, and you know what that means. That's, that's heater time. So uh, yeah, we'll we, still need to, we still need to create that graphic with Andre on it because ever since my <laughs> heater, I haven't that's even been true. able to use that. It's so true. We need to get both both faces on the uh, on the it's, graphic it there. It means both of you. Oh well, we're honorary. Yeah, I speak for both of us. Then I guess. <laughs> um, so, anyways, great night. Yeah. Shout out KBO yep. lining our pockets once again. And speaking of lining the pockets, uh, some interesting line, new lines mm-hmm. on DraftKings Sportsbook uh, these days. And I want to start by saying that I, I, we gave out some advice earlier on this show, and I'm pretty sure that DraftKings had determined that it was too good of advice. That's right. Because – you go in and you go into DraftKings Sportsbook and you look at the rushing yards over, sorry, rushing plus receiving yards over under. And they have a guy, Christian McCaffrey, in there set at over 1,900 and a half. Now, Andre, not long ago on this show, mm-hmm. we gave out a DNVR special, which was Philip Lindsay and, uh, and Austin Eckler mm-hmm. total yards versus Christian McCaffrey total yards. Yeah. Now, the underdogs was the combination, of course. Or sorry, the favorites were the combination, right. of course. But it was I think it was 163 minus 163. Mm-hmm. And we were saying, man, hammer this. Well, yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook comes out. They say, hey, we've got Christian McCaffrey at 1,900 and a half total yards. We know that those two guys, barring injuries, I'll touch wood, Right. You know, those two guys are going to go over 1,900 total yards. And so I think DraftKings realized, hey, what are we doing over there? 
Now you can no longer bet on it. So that's why yeah. you, that's why you got to listen to us when mm-hmm. we give out a pick on the show. We usually know what we're talking about, and all the movement that we've seen on DraftKings has been towards what we've said. We've yet to see us give out something and it go the other way. Right. So make sure you're paying close attention, yeah. um, because there's some there's some great value out there now. Christian McCaffrey. Actually, let's let's just start there. What do you think of Christian McCaffrey? Uh, Nineteen hundred point five. That's so interesting because he's gone over that total two years in a row. Of course, last year was the just terrific season where he goes over 2,000 total yards. So as we are expecting, DraftKings is also factoring in that you're going to have a bit of a regression, right? New coaching staff, they're planning for the long term. They're not going to overuse them. A lot of this depends on what situation the Panthers are in midseason because we can easily see them kind of shut gently shut McCaffrey down and try to, you know, save their best player who just signed a lucrative extension and, you know, not try to use up all all the tread on his tire in kind of a meaningless year in Carolina. And also we think he's going to make more of a transition to wide receiver, right? Which in this offense makes a lot of sense. You're going to have the the back's going to kind of be flexed out the backfield and used as a receiver a lot, like we saw Clyde Edwards-Galaire at LSU and you know total yards if you use, if he's used primarily as a receiver it's hard to reach those kind of total yards and be I mean you know we haven't seen a receiver in history really we've, we've seen rare cases of anyone come close to a thousand nine hundred yards all this just it, it's not great value on the under uh, on the over and yet I wouldn't exactly hammer the under either because it's right there, right in that range where it's like, yeah, I could see McCaffrey do this, but I'm not, I'm not convinced. I I don't have strong conviction one way or the other. So here's the way I'm looking at it. We've taught, we talked about this when we gave out this first bet uh, in the Colorado running back special, you got a coach there with a very long leash, you know, Matt rule. I mean, longest leash in the NFL other than like bill Belichick, maybe, yeah, uh, I mean, maybe longer, yeah, <laughs> as so insane it, as it sounds. Ridiculous contract for yeah. him. They bring in Joe Brady. I mean, they are saying, like, those two guys are the future in Carolina. Mm-hmm. We're going to ride with them yeah. uh, until the cows come home. So you mentioned that the opportunity or the possibility that they shut down, not fully, but they start right. to pull back the reins on Christian McCaffrey as maybe they tank for Trevor. Now, mm-hmm. signing Teddy Bridgewater, I don't know if they're going to be able to fully – tank for trevor i think right. he's a good quarterback yeah. but let's say they're two and seven through mm-hmm. nine games three and six through right. nine games they're gonna look at themselves in the mirror and say what are we doing yeah. we cannot give christian mccaffrey 25 plus touches a game mm-hmm. this is insane right. so i like the under here because you combine that pro- possibility with the possibility for injury hate never yeah. wish that upon yeah. anyone but yeah. it's it's in there mm-hmm. um and the fact that we just don't know what this new what this new coaching staff is going to think of Christian McCaffrey's yeah. role I really think if they're smart they know that they have to dial him back a little bit he cannot be the entire offense if you're going to ride him for the next five six years so I'm on the under there and you've got I mean you've got to drop off quite a bit from last season but I just think this coaching yeah. staff is going to be a lot smarter about the ways in which they use Christian McCaffrey yeah, I suppose I could see that. The under is the more comfortable one, but McCaffrey's so good. He he could reach. He could get right around there. So yeah, that's a that's a tricky one. 
Yeah, I'm not hammering it by any right. stretch of the mind. Right. Okay, uh, the next one here. This one really interests me. Melvin Gordon rushing and receiving yards combined over 1,050.5. Mm. And it should be noted – let me just make sure I have it here. It should be noted that his rushing yards – are set at 775 and a half. 775 rushing yards, 1050.5 uh total yards. So they're saying what is that? 275 right. Or yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's not a lot for receiving. No. I think he'll go bigger in receiving. He's always gone over that in his career aside from his rookie year. Even last year with injuries and stuff still went for 296 receiving yards but only 908 total yards. So he was used more in the receiving game than DraftKings is projecting here. Boy, that's an interesting number. I mean, that really presumes that he's going to be the guy who gets the primary targets out the backfield in this offense, which we do kind of assume. Yeah, see, I'm thinking they're too high on rushing yards and too low on the total. Mm -hmm. And... I'm thinking that he's going to be in the ballpark of 400 receiving yards. Yes. Uh, and so that means to clear this, he's got to get 651 rushing yards. Right. And if he doesn't clear that, <laughs> things are uh, – well, probably what I think would happen would be that Philip Lindsay took the starting job right out from underneath him, yeah. and he became a third down back. Right. I'm not going to tell you that that, that, that that ain't happening because I think it could happen. Yes, but I even think you know. Do you have maybe you can look this up for me quickly? Yep. How many yards did Royce Freeman rush for last year? Oh, let me look that up. You keep going. So, and, and might as well pull up his receiving yards as well because he ended up being the main kind of receiving back in that right. offense. Um, but I think he could easily get 600 yards, even as you know, just just the second running back in this offense. And I think he's going to get a ton of receiving yards. I think they're going to target the heck out of him. Oh, look at that. Wow. Going up the uh, rushing and receiving yards. I can't oh, – let me, like, yeah. like, lean in real close here. 752 total yards for Royce last year, 496 rushing. Okay, so that that was the number I was more interested in. Yeah. As the backup to Philip Lindsay, Royce mm -hmm. Freeman put up 500 rushing yards. Yep. Melvin Gordon is going to eclipse 650 rushing yards. Yes. And I also believe he's going to eclipse 400 receiving yards. So mm -hmm. there you go. I like the over on this. And that's even me me being the person who took Philip Lindsay and all the props right. that we had. Because let me pull those up quickly. We've got, you know, the Bronco specials. They actually took one off the board, which was touchdowns. Mm -hmm. uh, no, sorry. Yard, uh, rushing, rushing yards, yards which... Right. So he's got – here you go. you got most rushing attempts in the competition, and that is Philip Lindsay plus 183, Melvin Gordon plus 230 – minus 230. Whoa. So they think that that Melvin Gordon is far and away mm -hmm. the favorite to get more attempts, rushing attempts. I also think he's far and away the favorite to get more receiving yards. Mm -hmm. So that's why I like the over here. I think both of these guys will, will end up being over 1,000 total yards. Yeah, I think I'm with you. So you're you're on board for the over rushing plus receiving and rushing yards, or you're a little more skeptical on the rushing yards for Melvin? Skeptical on the rushing yards. Okay, that's because that's I where I think Philip Lindsay mm -hmm. starts stealing his touches yeah. away. And that's why I, I still believe in that plus 183 on Philip Lindsay to have more <laughs> rushing. I just 
I've said it then. I'll say it again now. I'll say it a hundred more times. When Philip Lindsay gets out on the field, it's really hard to take him off because he's ripping off five, six, 13, maybe a two in there. Now he's back to seven. And you're just saying to yourself, man, it's the fourth quarter. And in a close game, we just, uh, we got to keep giving him the ball. We're crazy not to. So I think that, like I said, I think that Melvin could be sub 700 rushing yards and Mm -hmm. still beat this over under. Yeah. I think you've got the math right there. I, uh, I like that a lot now. And geez, revisiting that, that prop that we created, man, is Phil nice value there. Like that's really good value at plus 183. I know. I know. And I mean, look at that. They have Melvin Gordon set at 775. Yeah. Philip Lindsay has never rushed for less than a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. Now he's a volume, you know, he's not a volume rusher, so maybe right. he can still eclipse a thousand yards on less carries. I don't think so. I think he ends yeah. up, I think he really does end up getting more straight carries than Melvin Gordon this season. It's going to be really interesting to monitor. Okay, sweet. I like that. It's nice that we now have those numbers on Melvin, though. To you know, again, we get to see under the hood at DraftKings. That's always pretty fun. It sometimes it feels like <laughs> yeah, we might have been a little ahead of the curve. Yes, it's true. Uh, okay, so then going to uh, you got. I guess do you have a take on the rushing yards over under for Melvin? Were you with me on that one? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think they're, they're smart to set that line right at 775.5. Man, it's it's tough because you know, Melvin gets going too in this offense, especially as receiving back. He's going to see more touches. He's going to be on the field more. I could see him clearing that. I could see him easily getting in the 900 to 1,000 uh, range, you know, and this being a pretty productive uh, rushing attack. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know that that's a tricky one. I'm not super committed to the under there. And again, another one of our Broncos specials or DNVR specials that we gave out was Philip Lindsay rushing yards over, over Melvin Gordon. And that was one that we were kind of a toss up on, Yeah. but that one's gone as well now. And they have Melvin at 775. It's like, man, is Philip Lindsay really going to drop off 250 yards this year? I don't think so. I think Philip Lindsay is going to be in the 900 to 1100 yards rushing range. And I think DraftKings by taking that down agrees with you and agrees with us. So yeah, I think you're, you're on point there. Another one where we might've been a little ahead of the curve there. We might've had a, we might've had a little better, uh, better understanding of the way things were going to work out. Okay. Any of these other uh, rushing plus receiving ones that intrigue you? The rushing plus receiving, you know, I went back and forth with Alvin Kamara, which is right around 1,400 yards. His receiving yards really dipped last year. It's it's kind of a statistical anomaly. He's had 81 receptions three years in a row. But his average yards per reception plummeted last year. So he went from being an almost 800-yard receiving back to a 500-yard receiving back, which which is a significant drop-off for a guy as explosive as he is. And I think that trend might kind of continue. So I I like the under on Kamara there. I think it's being pumped up a little too high in that uh, 1,400 range based off what he was doing last year. Yeah, a lot of these are really high, um, in my opinion. Yes. 
But the you know, other one, Le'Veon Bell, I do not like at all. Where do they have? 1,275, I think it's almost the last one on that list. Yep. And we went over Le'Veon with the rushing yards when we did this one, when we had the first ones. Um, and I didn't like that either. You know, they added Frank Gore. I saw no improvement in Le'Veon's play uh, from a statistical analysis once Sam Darnold came back around week six last year. It's it's a decent number, 1,275. That'll make you think. But given what that coaching staff, we already know kind of what they think with the drama about the contract and everything that they gave Le'Veon last offseason, the fact that he's kind of dropped off and hasn't been that same special back for a couple of years now, and that they added Frank Gore, I really think Le'Veon's a pretty nice underrated. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of with you there. Um, I told you know, I guess we're we're pretty in line here with the way we were uh, for the rushing yards because mm-hmm. I'm a little uh, weary of Kenyon Drake over 1425. I don't like that. Yeah. I'd probably take the under there. I told you mm-hmm. about my sleeper uh, Eno Benjamin, who yes. I think could end up stealing carries away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I do like the over on Saquon Barkley 1625 and a half, but mm-hmm. we've actually uh, clashed a little bit on Saquon. Yeah, you think he's going to come back? I think he's going to become the entire offense you are counting a lot on um the clapper i'm blanking on the the cowboys former offense uh head coach who's now their offensive coordinator i really think saquon's numbers were benefiting a lot from uh pat Shermer being there uh and that offensive scheme also saquon can he stay healthy for a full 16 games will they use him the right way yeah i'm um i, I think if he wasn't in new york say was playing for the bills instead of the giants you're probably getting that number at like 200 less. And then I like the over, but right there, I I think you're paying a big city price there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, One more that I am, am am feeling questionable about Clyde Edwards, Hilaire over Mm. 11, 25 and a half. Yeah. Did all the other running backs die? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, we forget the should have been Super Bowl MVP. Damian Williams is still there, right? I presume so. I mean, look, I know that there's a lot of yards to go around in that offense, but I just Damian Williams is a really good player. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's being completely disregarded here. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think the hype on Clyde Edwards Hilaire has just taken off. I mean, all my dynasty league drafts that I've been doing in the last couple of weeks, he's going like first overall pick. Yep, yep. There is a lot of hype about him. And I get it because the the promise of what he could do to truly maximize his full potential in that scheme is very enticing. Will it happen year one? There, I mean, because there's a lot to go around in that offense. He's going to be the fourth option on a you know on a on a favorable personnel set he might be the fifth or sixth best option on a less favorable personnel set so and also right it in a win now mode offense how quickly is he going to see the field and get the touches required to go over 1100 in a total yards from scrimmage yeah that that seems like a again you're you're paying kind of name tag price and uh I might hit the under there too yeah, you're you're paying for the the name brand. You you got to go find the discount brand. That's right. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Same quality. I just, <laughs> no difference. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you there. Any other things on these new lines that stuck out to you? Back to the rushing yards, where we've added a few more. 
boy, I love a good uh, rushing yard prop for quarterbacks. And we've got two good ones. We've got Josh Allen at 525.5. That's slightly over where he was last year. It's slightly under where he was as a rookie. I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be competitive. I think they're going to get in games in December where he kind of falls apart and relies on his legs more than his arm. And I think this uh, this is a, a an over that I like. I won't be hammering it, but I'm intrigued by the over here. You I'm on the under. Yeah, I'm on the opposite side here. Uh, I think that as they develop Josh Allen, they're going to tell him, hey, man, you remember that hit you took in the playoffs? Like, we cannot afford to have you out there just getting just demolished. Yeah. Um, you know, we want you to become more of a pocket passer. Look, your legs are great. We want you to use them. But we need you to get where we're going to go, and you got to dial it back a little bit. I think it actually comes back quite a bit, maybe to like 350 in my opinion. I think that's a talk they have in the off season. And by week five, they're like, remember that talk? Forget it. You're the biggest guy we have on offense. Please start running because we need to win games. That was like when, uh, when Vance Joseph told Case Keenum, like you have to stop throwing interceptions. And Keenum was like, cool. Yeah. I'm just not going to throw the ball down the field anymore at all. And they were like, hold on, hold on. Just, all right, just go ahead and throw interceptions. We can't move the ball if you don't throw it. Yeah, I think that's happening, man. I do like that. That's a that's an offense that's kept their coordinator. It's his third year in that offense. They're adding weapons, which should open up room for him to rush a little more. So I like that. Maybe he'll be more inclined to rush. Lamar Jackson, what's going on here? What what's what's going on? The number is set at nine seventy five and a half. My man in eight games or seven starts went off for 695 as a rookie. He had 12, 1,200 last year. I think it's the same effect. They're saying, okay, maybe they're realizing, yo, you're too important to us to be running by it like that. But I I'm completely on the other side of things yeah. when it comes to Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson is one of the, it may be the most gifted athlete in the entire NFL yep. and the the Ravens have done a great job of recognizing look we cannot try to put Lamar Jackson in a box because if you do we are just we're putting ourselves in a bad position mm-hmm. we have to just let Lamar Jackson be Lamar Jackson yes. and look at that MVP season so I think they actually turn him loose even more this year and uh, this is an easy over and dude, they've added so many weapons who are like coming into their second year or third year. Those guys are just getting better. So again, defense is focus- focusing on those weapons is going to open up space for Lamar. I think that's an easy over. I'll give you an easy under. This is Leonard Fournette at 900.5 yards. I, I don't think he's even going to be in Jacksonville the whole season, which might benefit this prop bet, actually. Uh, his problem is he's an eye back in a, an offense that wants to be a spread offense with guys like Gardner Minshew and Nick Foles. So he is not a system fit at all. Uh, you know, uh, Gruden's brother is coming as the OC. I think he's very competent, but in his history, we haven't seen like bell cow backs get great yardage. Um, like, I, he, he's he's not a multiple back either, so he's not really seen the field on third down. I think guys like Chris Thompson, who Gruden had in Washington, or LaVisca Chenault, who's kind of a versatile player, you know, a, a, a dual threat in a sense, even though he's not a quarterback, we usually say 
the term dual threat for quarterbacks. He's a dual threat as a runner and receiver. I think he might steal some touches. And again, I, I don't think he, he might not even be in Jacksonville long term. So I really like the under for a guy who's often injured anyways. Yeah, uh, you stole my line there for me, but I was going to say Leonard Fournette isn't even the best power back on the Jags anymore. It's, it's LaVisca. Um, what do you think of Kyler Murray over 475 and a half? That is intriguing. Now, Kyler to me feels like a guy who's in year two, he's going to run less. It's going to be more run to pass. That's what what he's designed to do. What did he even rush for last year? 544? Yep. So right there, I think that goes down a little. Oh, man. I don't know. I think the the Cardinals could learn a little something from Lamar Jackson winning MVP last year and just say, mm-hmm. hey, Kyler, we're going to let you do your thing, man. And he's not going to rush for 1,000 yards like right. Lamar did. But I think that while – Kyler is a completely competent pocket passer and oh, yeah. would be one of the, still one of the best quarterbacks mm-hmm. uh I think eventually from the pocket. I still think that you really put the pressure on defenses when you start letting him run around. And so I think they actually might turn him loose a little bit. I don't think he crushes that number, but I do think he uh he squeaks over it. That's interesting. One one that I like is Raheem Mostert. Am yep. I pronouncing that right? Over 875. He really came along in the second half of last year. You isolate that when he was uh, really started to get clicking. He he was on average for a 16-game rate to uh, to go for 1,200. Yeah, they have Tevin, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, Jedrick McKinnon's coming back. That's an offense, though, where they don't care about who has the bigger contract or whatever. They just go with the guy that works. He lit it up in the playoffs. I think he's an easy over there and a run first offense there in San Francisco. I like that too. I mean, really good back. Like I think he's underrated just because, you know, it's, it used to happen to Broncos backs all the time, right? You get in the Shanahan system and they just say like, Oh, you're just a Shanahan uh, product, especially when you're an undrafted guy like Mostert or like a Mike Anderson, who I believe is undrafted. Um, And, and, Right, and people just say, like, oh, uh, it's, it's the Shanahan system. Right. Anyone can run in that. And these guys who are really good running backs kind of lose credit. Uh, I think Mostert is one of those guys. Yeah. Okay, Andre, well, we're going to get into our KBO picks. But first, want to give a shout-out to DraftKings Sportsbook, which is doing an awesome deal for listeners right now. Uh, a $500 sign-up bonus, a $500 first bet match. So you can get up to $1,000 in bonuses. And make sure you enter the code DNVR. To get that sign-up bonus only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And, of course, we talk about this a lot, but if you do have a gambling problem, you feel like you're getting a little too deep, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Dre. 5 and 0 oh, you're coming on you're you're on the verge of a heater. You're on the verge of a heater. A lot of pressure on, on these picks tonight. What do you got for me? Yeah, and the heat check is undefeated. So I guess when you take these lines <laughs> uh be careful. Well, just looking at these lines from DraftKings, they uh they think it's a high scoring night tonight. That's what these pitcher ERAs would suggest. Uh there is not an over under total in the KBO tonight. 
that is not in double digits. Everything's in that 10 to 11 and a half range. And I'm not scared off at all. I'm going across the board KB overs. It's, it's that kind of night. Overs. Yep. Oh, you've got me tempted, Andre. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the bats have been heating up. Last night, I believe every game was in double digits last night. Yep. Uh, so there you go, man. If we can scroll up, yeah, 7 3, 10 0, 7 3, So actually, mm-hmm. two teams got shut out, and still every game went over. Uh, I was going to give three overs. I don't know why I would hold back. Let's go. Let's go. KB over across the board. Bring us the money. Let's Come go. on, KBO. Let's get the bats hot tonight. Heck yeah. No, I, I like it. Across the board, there, there's not great pitching. If you want to play it more conservative, you could go after just the Giants line to hit the over because KT Wiz have just a horrendous pitcher tonight. Yeah, but I mean, you got some good bat lineups here. Yeah. Uh, and I just, you know, I think this is a, this is a big one. This is a this big night ahead of us, Andre. New series across the board, so the team don't teams don't know each other too well. I guess the scouting report's not too familiar. Uh, in a, now in you're a, reaching. Yeah, in a ten league team, that's a that's a reach for sure. But still, I like it. I like it. Let's go, man. Let's go. K- KBO KB overs across the board. We could be sitting on a heater tomorrow. That's what that's what we're uh, that's what we're pulling for. Heading into a big weekend too. Mm-hmm. UFC two fifty one. Is that what it is on on Saturday? Two fifty. Two fifty. Two five zero. Yep. Wow. Uh, I cannot wait. So let's get these overs uh, taken care of tonight, and we'll then we'll jump into a big weekend for tomorrow. But for now, that's going to wrap it up for us on DNVR Bets Daily. Good luck, Andre. I, I'm going to ride Thank you. you. I'm going to ride that that heater before it's too late. Let's hope. All right. We'll talk to you guys later.